Welcome to Marathon Swim Stories, where we interview marathon swimmers to get perspective on how to endure, adapt, and overcome the challenges we face swimming and in life. Please enjoy this episode. Now we get to talk to Molly. Just <laughs> <Just> waving. <laughs> Molly, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, well, let's see, where do I start? Um, I guess, you know, if you want to know how I started swimming, I, I started swimming probably like most everybody else as a kid. Um, I remember being really little and jumping off a high board at, a, at my local and the large, I, dog paddled to the side as fast as I could and the lifeguard was telling me that if I wanted to jump off the, swimming, off the diving board I needed to learn how to swim and my mom says that I told him well I just did <laughs> so but that was um you know just learning to swim and it was just always a fun sport it's um you know what I liked to do the most swam in, swam in high school um but when I got to college I didn't think I was fast enough or enough to be on the the college team so put it aside and then got married and started working and became a mom and as as you know that became, you know a lot of us becomes its own full-time job um so i didn't even get back into swimming until i was 40 um and started using the u.s masters workouts because <clears throat> i didn't know of any teams in town I was mostly swimming on my own um, and then I guess it was about mid forties, I started doing triathlons and somehow in the midst of doing that discovered that I could do my favorite part, the swimming part, just by itself. I mean, who knew that you could <laughs> open water swimming? Um, and then that opened up a whole new world um, and meeting new people. Um, and where's Chris? Chris is on this call somewhere. Ran into Chris, who uh, has, I think it's the record for the most um, swims around Manhattan. So it was um, a, a fortuitous thing to have here in Lincoln. Um, and he's been a great resource for me and a good friend. So that's, I guess, kind of how I got into the swimming thing and, you know, getting to meet many of you wonderful people. Lovely, lovely. Um, where, are your, where are your favorite places to swim when we can go swim, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, other than my, my own little swimming pool um, here in Lincoln, definitely aquatic park. Love the 24-hour relay um, and hanging out with friends in San Francisco. Uh, most beautiful place to swim would definitely be the Caribbean. Um, the water is as blue as it looks in, in the pictures. Um, it's an absolutely gorgeous pool to swim. And very few jellyfish, which also makes it very appealing. Uh, yeah, so I guess I have to say those places. How warm is the water in the Caribbean? Where, where? Oh, it's fabulous. It's like <laughs> 79, 80. That sounds hot. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I I loved it. I thought it was just perfect. I was never too hot and never felt cold. Yeah. Um, I think really it takes a different kind of, kind of acclimatization to, to adapt to be able to swim in 80 for 
hours on end. <laughs> but um, anyway, I appreciate that. Um, what of, what's your favorite event of all time that you've participated in? Oh, let's see. Well, if you call the 24-hour relay an event, I think that's an event, isn't it, Susie? Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, that's just a, basically a slumber party um, without any slumber. And it's a lot of fun. So I love that one just for the camaraderie and the goofiness. Um, probably the most, one of the most beautiful swims for sure would be Scar. Um, yeah, those Arizona Canyon lakes are just absolutely gorgeous. Um, and then I'd say I love the Rose Pittenoff swim. Um, that was such an adventure. It's really a cool place to swim and it's small, you know, there's not a lot of folks doing it. So you feel Where's like that's in New York. Oh, okay. East Hudson, I believe. And Jocelyn's wondering where you where you live. Oh, I'm sorry, Lincoln, Nebraska. You know, open water mecca, Lincoln. <laughs> exactly. I love that. I love it. I love that there's open water somewhere in every little place in the whole world. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I do too. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, do you consider yourself a, a process or an outcome person? Probably both. Um, you know, I love swimming for swimming's sake, but if I don't have an event that I'm training for, it's, I find it easy to, you know, get unmotivated and have a hard time getting into a rhythm. And um, I just, I need to have something that I'm working toward to, to keep me going. So I, I'd say, I'd say both. Although I say a goal, it's never time. I'm not a very fast swimmer. So for me, it's not about how fast I'm swimming, or I get a PR, it's, can I make it to the other side? That's, that's my goal. Yeah. Um, what made me think of, so what's the longest distance that you've swam? That was the St. Lucia Channel. That was 20 miles. That was a long swim. I was <laughs> shy, just shy of 14 hours. 13 hours, 55 minutes, or 56 minutes, something like that. Um, how did you, where, how did you do your training for the St. Lucia Channel? In the pool. Yeah, just, I mean, just swimming. I think I benefited from the years of swimming led up to that and having done um, several other events. Um, I tried the English Channel in um, 2014 and was successful at that. But that was a really good learning experience and really good training experience. Um, but I can remember when I was swimming in the St. Lucia Channel, when we rounded the point, the northern point of the island and got out into the channel, I had never swum in anything like that. I mean, the, the waves were, they sure felt huge to me. And I thought, oh gosh, well, this isn't gonna work, but you know, see how far I can make it in five minute increments pretty much how I made that swim. I love that. I love, I love hearing that like you know that you're training in a pool like I think it just gives some fantastic inspiration to people like that you could you could swim a channel with I mean maybe it's not ideal but that, that it's possible. Yeah it's that really well, down to, you deal with what you have you know. Yeah. 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 Um, so how do you how do you think you handle hard situations? 
Um, you know, probably that that same way. I mean, when I was when I swam that channel, uh, I quit a thousand times, and I just thought, okay, in five minutes, in five minutes, and I'll. I just kept putting it off, and so that's what made it possible. Um, I, you know, you just think, just just need to get through this little bit. And somehow, getting through that little bit gets you through the next little bit. Um, so I try not to think too far ahead. But yeah, it is hard. You know, you're. I was puking my guts out for about seven hours of that swim, um, and I kept thinking, I don't call me, but. No, you know, and I, Paul will tell, my husband will tell, we kept thinking, well, I wonder if she's, you know, about ready to, to throw it in, and anyway, so neither one of us gave in, and that's how we made it. I don't know, not very, not very insightful, I don't think, but. Breaking it up into parts, I think, is yeah. a big part of it, um, and, you know, and only dealing with what you can't, when I did Tahoe right. last year, it was. I was just trying to myself, like, right, like, just think about right now. Don't think about where you're going to be in an hour. Don't think about where you're going to be in two hours. Oh, yeah. Just like, just right now, get through this moment. It's very yeah. different from how I usually think. So it, it is insightful, I think, to know that. And to know that it can be hard and you can be puking your guts out, but that you can keep going. Another yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dan, and I just want to comment when you're saying, you know, knowing where you are right now, that's how I look at life. Like, I just think open water swimming is such a great metaphor for life. Like, I am where I am right now, and I can sight, and I can change direction. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and to hold on to that and be, like, okay with, like, that this is where I'm at, right? <laughs> yeah. I love that. How about um, what's the worst part of, or what's the state of Nebraska, I guess? Are you guys on like a stay-at-home order? Or um... We're not on a stay-at-home order. I think our, um, our state requirements are, you know, you can't, there can be no more than 10 people together in a, in a space. Um, but, you know, most, I think most everyone, unless your job is essential, frontline, um, is working from home if, if possible. Uh, like a lot of places, you know, a lot of folks are out of work. Um, but, and I, I can't remember where we're at with cases, um, but we've had, I know that we've had an increase in the last few days, but, you know, we're hanging in there like everybody else. And how is that for you working from home? And like, how are it's you? It's fine. I love working from home. I think that's great. I do, of course, miss seeing my coworkers, but we see each other every day through Zoom. Um, but I do like the flexibility of, I mean, I'm in my pajama bottoms. So. <laughs> I never would have guessed. It was um, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and I get to walk my dog. She thinks it's the greatest thing ever. So yeah. it's, personally, it's been okay. I mean, some days are better than others. Some days it's, I don't feel like I'm very productive, um, have a hard time staying focused or motivated, but then other days are pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's all a swim analogy too, because a yeah. swim analogy too, because we're so used to spending time with our face in the water and by ourselves and right. for hours and hours without really having a whole lot of interaction. We're all able to do that. Um, so I think, I think that's, that's a great comment, Liz. I think so too. One, so one one of, we're all handling it better in some in some regard. <laughs> I don't know about that. I, 
when uh, I'd, handle it, I'd handle it better if I had water to swim in right now. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. One one of the uh, um, mantras that occurred to me during one of my long training sessions was uh, just keep swimming. It will always change. It might not always change for the best, but it will always change. So just keep swimming. And I have been holding on to that for this time. Like just yeah. keep swimming. It will always change. Just right. keep swimming. <laughs> right. Whether we're swimming actually or not, right? <laughs> How about um, uh, what keeps you going, Molly? Oh, Let's see, are we talking swimming wise? Um, intentionally vague, intentionally vague. You take it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think, um, oh gosh, you know, having, I've had to pivot like everybody, you know, SCAR's not happening. I was going to go back down to the Caribbean and do another swim. That's not happening. Just finding new goals. So I, I set a new goal to walk a half marathon in June. Um, and also swim the perimeter of, of our area lake in June. So that, you know, gives me something to work toward. Um, so that keeps me going. And certainly, you know, stuff like this, being able to see all of you and hearing what other, other folks are up to, that helps keep me going too. Good. Um, I was... I guess I was thinking now before we were, um, Molly and I like met in person at the 24 hour relay for the first time, but we've been emailing for a while because we just happened upon this acquaintance in Dominica. <laughs> Maybe now we can coordinate our trip down there. Yeah, that would work <laughs> much we better. Miss each other by it a was month. meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> um, I met Molly in Geneva. In Geneva? Yes, isn't that wild? Yeah. <laughs> it's yes. like how you, where you meet people. Yeah. yeah. yeah that, was <laughs> that was a great place to meet, Janine. I know. We should meet there again. It was beautiful. Oh, it was. It was fabulous. Geneva, Switzerland. Yeah. Yes. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Were either of you swimming or something? Janine was crewing for Jamie Monaghan and I just happened to be there that if I was in um, Stockholm, Sweden for a conference and went to Geneva just to by myself to spend a weekend um, with a friend of Susie's. So yes, it was a very weird uh, conference <laughs> of swimmers meeting each other in Geneva. So awesome. wait a second, you, you met Janine when you were swimming with Charlie? Yes. Oh my God! I had no idea. Okay, and I, met Char I met Charlie there too. Oh my so God! I met Charlie. How funny, isn't it? I had no. I somehow that missed my my radar. Oh well. Too and I funny. met Karen uh, Thornsby there too. She Who? was supposed to. She was supposed to swim Geneva and sprained her ankle. Like oh oh Karen oh, oh yeah like twenty four hours beforehand. I mean, it was a weird week of swimmers there. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Wow. Funny. Sue asked Molly, what's your favorite Caribbean swim? Well, the only one I've done is St. Lucia. So I would say definitely St. Lucia. Um, and it, it, I, 
I would encourage anybody, if you get a chance to, uh, Sue Dyson, who helped organize my swim, organizes, a, you know, legit St. Lucia channel crossing event with some other swims, some obviously shorter swims um, that first week in July. And she does a super job. And absolutely gorgeous. Um, you know, the, the big expense is getting there, but then it's, it's not too bad once you get there. Good, good. Awesome. Well, thanks for um, coming this morning, you guys. I hope you have a great yeah, day. Yeah, good to see everybody. Good yeah. to see you guys. Thank you, you for hosting, Shannon. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. All right. Thanks, Shannon. Bye, dears. Bye. Thanks, Shannon. I hope you enjoyed today's interview. If you'd like to be a guest on Marathon Swim Stories, just email me, shannon at intrepidwater.com. Please stay in touch by joining our email list at intrepidwater.com. Thanks for listening.